What's up, everyone? We are live. I apologize for running a few minutes late, but I look forward to go over this one. And this one's going to be a little bit of a shorter episode. I need to get running myself for another showing. But uh, thank you once again for tuning in. Every Friday at 12 o'clock Pacific time, I go over the latest market update, um, basically showcasing what has been going on with the local market, my thoughts, and also some relevant headline articles that you should know, along with my comments about them. So let's get to it. We've got a few things to cover for this week, and you're going to be looking at a pretty good pop of what I just predicted in terms of where prices are going and where they have been. So some of the recent news and some of the news altogether. Salesforce to allow remote or flexible work for most employees with big implications for SF. This has been the case for some time. Salesforce is one of the largest San Francisco employers. They have about, as you can see, 9,000 employees there. They're going to be making a lot more space into basically um, not co-working space, but more of like breakout rooms, those types of setups so that to increase collaboration. Um, but they basically are saying some people can work remotely indefinitely. Others can, um, majority of people though, will work three days a week in the office. Most companies, especially most big tech companies are going likely with that approach, which is the three day uh, work week um, setup. And then maybe two days work at home and they can get a lot of their work done. But then the meetings will likely take place in person. So this is no, not a big surprise. It would have been a big surprise if people worked indefinitely or if they removed their uh, office space, given they have the towers, right? The Salesforce towers all over uh, uh, SF and across the, the country. But this they made it public not long ago. So something to be mindful of if you are in the city. Some other news, Gap consolidating SF offices, moving Old Navy workers in with Gap. Gap right now says it will be closing its Old Navy offices in Mission Bay and then consolidating those into Embarcadero office. So it's pretty interesting. They have a lot of, Gap is one of, uh, one of the larger employers as well in uh, San Francisco. They have a couple of different offices um, along the downtown San Francisco area. So this is another move of consolidation and um, so something else to be mindful of. So as you can see, San Francisco has its own uh, consolidation efforts happening. Now, what's happening here in the South Bay? Google touts affordable housing, local shops, and new Mountain View campus proposal. As I mentioned, though, the story is different. Um, no, for some reason it's gone. Uh, the story is different. Uh, for them, they are actually just now increasing more housing. So Google, Facebook, they have actually shrank a little bit of their future plans for office space, but they had basically uh, increased affordable housing options for people, uh, for, for potential people to move into. Now, it is a question mark, like how are they going to be allocating the affordable housing aspect? Is it for uh, like teachers? Is it for what they call below market rates for the city? Maybe it's a mix of both. Um, I'm not sure. It's still a little bit early, but Google, Facebook, um, these companies, even Amazon, and you know, especially in Seattle, they all have plans to create affordable housing, or at least donating or sponsoring a lot of the affordable housing developers to create more housing in the areas that they're at. But they are not shrinking their current portfolio. They're actually continuing to expand, but they tend to not be expanding as much as previously forecasted, which makes sense. Take a look at the next thing. Vacation home demand soared in 2020. 
you may all know this, like for any of you that have friends or that have people that are actually going to try to look for like uh, a place in like Lake Tahoe or Santa Cruz, like these areas, red hot. I mean, as you can see, the medium sales price rose 19% year over year in December. Keep in mind, December was not, it has not been a full year in December. So I think if we actually did a year over year from March, which is when the shelter in place first happened, I think this is actually much higher, which it is. So my guess is actually 25% medium increase in one year uh, because there's demands through the roof, right? People feel like they can be there for at least some time, especially as vacation homes are not primary. They'll be there, you know, until things get better. So there you see a huge pop for that reason. So this is no different than what I've been sharing throughout the months. Last but not least, related to FHA, uh, FHFA, which is Federal Housing Finance Agency, they extend forbearance period of 15 months. Now it's extended to end of March. I mentioned this over and over until things get drastically better. Uh, I think they're just going to keep extending this indefinitely, just one month at a time. I mean, I'm sure they're going to keep looking at it and monitoring it, but you know, they're not going to put it too far out because then too many people may have planned that far out. But it seems likely they're just going to be pushing it month by month, every month. So for those that are hoping for this, keep hoping and keep waiting um, because it may never happen is, uh, is what it might come down to. Um, when it comes to the market update, let's take a look. You know, This week has been wild for me. Three pending this week. Boom. All in one day too. Pretty amazing. Uh, Going to be a busy weekend as well. Uh, I've been telling you guys over and over again in terms of um, kind of what's been going on, what's been changing. Here you can see for yourself, San Mateo County. 168 new listings, as you can compare this against some the same time last year, a little bit lower, but not much. But this is actually higher than it's been, as you can see, for the least the last three months. Total continued pending, still high number, 157. I see um, San Mateo County, for a while, as you can see, it had been relatively flat, if not a mild decline for residential, um, uh, for single family homes. But you can see the pop has already happened. As I have pr predicted and forecasted last week, I didn't think the pop would be this high, but you can see it's still basically matching, very, getting very close to uh, historic highs. I suspect it would probably break it very soon. So my guess is that by the end of February, we are likely to get a little bit higher than these numbers, and then the climb will start to happen because, uh, you know, I made a bid this week for a, uh, a Redwood City home. It sold way uh, above what uh, it should have sold for. So I think it's just happening. You look at condos, condos and townhomes, kind of interesting. As you can see, it, it also spiked up. It was relatively flat last week when we looked at the data for February. But you can see it's already almost fully recovered, if not the same levels. Being mindful. This is a, we're just getting started. This is only mid-February. So be, be on the lookout for that. Let's take a look at Santa Clara County. Santa Clara County, new listings. Look at that. 429 new listings. This is a lot of new listings. So for those that have been waiting and hoping and you still can't find anything, you better change your parameters because it's not the number of new listings that's the problem. It's your search parameters that's a problem. Because as you can see from a price perspective, prices have continued to rise. As you can see with February, we are at all-time record highs and it continued to push upwards. Um, Remember, this data, if you think about it, these are closings that happened in early January, if not mid-January. So uh, this will continue to push upwards. I can pretty much assure that, given what I've seen. 407 contingent pending this week. 
very active. Things move very quickly. Um, Santa Clara County remains extremely strong. You look at condos. Even this has a very slight tick up, up, up. Not much. I'm talking about like maybe a couple percent, but there is a little bit of an upward tick. People have started to give up on single family and they've been looking at condos townhomes. So be mindful of that. There will be a shift of buyers that say, look, this is now out of our price range. It's too high, right? This is the medium single family price in Santa Clara County, includes San Jose, includes Morgan Hill. And it's already at over 1.4 million. So something to be mindful of. So don't be surprised. A lot of people, including my own clients, I tell them, look, if it doesn't work or you have an appraisal concern because you don't have that much down payment, you're gonna have to shift to condos, townhomes. They're less competitive, but they are also getting more competitive as the weeks goes on. Alameda County, look at this. As I mentioned, it probably wouldn't have been as high as it was last week, but it's still record highs. It has never been higher. So now we're approaching what was that 1.1 million for a single family home in Alameda County. So pretty incredible to see. Um, it, it's it's very competitive there. Out of the three counties we, we talked about so far, this is a, a very hot market, a very strong market. Even condos are relatively the same. Let's look at the last one, Contra Costa County. So Contra Costa County had also been initially very competitive when things first started. But I think people are starting to potentially uh, maybe factor in that the commute is already starting to get pretty bad. Um, but still, it's still for those that have the option to work remotely, it's still a very viable option because you, you certainly get a very big home for your money. You can see the average price point is is about like $750,000 for a single family, which is significantly less than the others, almost, almost a third, if not uh, half less. So some people do elect for Contra Costa County, but it has, as you can see, slowed down in terms of the appreciation, but things are still relatively high if you look at it from a year over year perspective. Condos, um, you actually see a slight increase uh, there as well. Uh, I had to cut this one short. I got to get running. I got uh, another listing I got to run to, um, but I hope you enjoyed this brief session. We went over some of the latest market updates what is actually happening? As I mentioned, it is a hot market right now. Things are absolutely on fire. I tell everyone, have the right expectations. Be ready. Be patient because it may take a few times to bid to win, but understand the market. I do this so that you become a smarter investor yourself by understanding the data. And if you have an appraisal risk, you need to be mindful of that, which is very common these days. So if you're really strapped on like the down payment, let's say 20% down, you may have to elect for a shift into maybe condos and townhomes where you don't have that kind of pop and that kind of concern. So I hope this was helpful. If there's any questions, of course, reach out anytime. You can leave in the comments below. You can reach out directly to me via social media or via my email and phone number. And I look forward to help you. Enjoy the long weekend and I'll see you at the next one. Bye now. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of this podcast. If you like this show, please be sure to leave a five-star review for wherever you have searched for it. And if you wanted to talk about your real estate goals, feel free to reach out at any time. You can email me at spencer at spencerhsu.com or give me a call or text 408-223-5493. Talk to you soon. Have a good one.